Press is ready. Rachel wrote Ross a letter and demanded he read it before they got back together. How many pages was that letter? 18 pages. 18 pages. Front and back. Front and back is correct. Wait, wait, go one more time. Oh, my God. Where's the tissue box? The cost of friends. Courtney still have her lines written on the table. We've literally just slipped right back. Oh. <laughs> we regret. We have such a bond from this show. Were Ross and Rachel on a break? Yes. 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 Bullshit. <laughs> the first table read, that's the first time I laid eyes on any of you. Everyone was so perfectly cast. Yeah. This is from the one where everyone finds out. remember I went to the producer of the show I was on and he said that show's not going to make you a star I remember one time I'd have to have the news on and on the TV was an aerial shot of each of our houses oh jeez and I remember looking at it going what my roof is a mess <laughs> it was an incredible time we became <laughs> best friends yeah I'm going to cry now when I watch the episodes, I'm laughing out loud because you all make me laugh so hard. I know you know how big the show is. What you have given so many people is an experience of huge comfort. Oh, my God! We felt like we had these friends. I love you guys so much. Well, if that just doesn't set your spirits high, then I don't know what will. Hi, everybody. Happy Thursday, Thirsty Thursday. It is I, Andrew DeVitre, the mistress of pop culture, bringing you all things pop culture. And that was, of course, the recording of the epic um, Friends reunion trailer streaming on HBO Max May 27th. And it was everything that I think a fan like myself and super fans around the world would want from a trailer. It gave us so much it's, a, it's about a two-minute trailer, and I I cannot wait till it streams on HBO Max. I'm going to be watching it at 12 1 a.m. And literally drooling, gagging, crying, laughing, loving it, because Friends is one of my all-time favorite shows. And to have all the gang back, uh, Matthew Perry, David Schwimmer, Matt LeBlanc, Lisa Kudrow, Courtney Cox, and of course the iconic Jennifer Aniston, all back on their stage at Warner Brothers is going to be fabulous. But more about that later. Um, I hope everybody's having a fabulous week so far. Before I get into our uh, stories of the day, I have four fabulous stories. Um, I wanted to tell you guys. So I was just like down the YouTube rabbit hole this morning after I saw this trailer. Because, well, okay. So I saw the original post on Jennifer Aniston's Instagram. And that brought me over to YouTube. Brought me over to YouTube because I didn't want to watch it on my phone because it was too small. I mean, I wanted to watch it on YouTube on my phone, but watching it on Instagram on IGTV is too small for some other reason, even though it's the exact same, like, dimensions or whatever, but that's just me. Then I watched the people interview. There's a seven-minute interview with the entire cast promoting the um, reunion, which is fabulous, and I can't wait. The three girls are together, and then the three guys loved it, watched the whole thing. And then, um, for some odd reason, one of the suggested videos was watching the, was the recording of Into the Unknown from Frozen 2 with Adina when she's at um, Walt the Disney Studios in Burbank. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, and it's the, when they're putting the orchestra, she already recorded the song, but they were putting the orchestration to the recording and the animation. 
It's on YouTube, you guys. It was put up 10 months ago. It is so incredible. I was crying. I've been watching it nonstop all day. Into the Unknown is my favorite song. I actually think I like it. Personally, I like it better than Let It Go. Even though Let It Go is fabulous, but Into the Unknown like really hits my heartstrings and tugs my heartstrings, and it's incredible. And Adina is just fabulous. Um, but it, I, I, and then I was, I, I started like listening to songs from Frozen, and I just can't believe how incredible a movie that was. And like, what a, what a whirlwind. Just iconic um, piece of work that is. And of course it makes sense because Disney, you know, Disney just poops out incredible work for us fans. And um, I love it. And uh, yeah, thank you to Disney for doing that. Um, but aside from that, I had a lovely day, a very productive day. Actually, I slept in pretty late today. I slept until 1030. That's the latest I've ever slept in in my new place, um, which is really interesting. But I was so tired. I went to bed at 2 a.m. last night because I was watching Gossip Girl. Duh. And I couldn't stop watching it. And I was like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to go to bed at midnight. No, I was going to go to bed at 1230 after I finished some work. But then I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to save the launch episode of Gossip Girl. And then one ended up being two. And then I started to have a s'mores. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? Um, and then, you know, I was just out of control. But I got to sleep in, which was really nice. <clears throat> and then I went for a nice long walk at the reservoir, and uh, <clears throat> it was a very enjoyable day. I have a little frog in my throat, so let me have a sip of my iced tea here, because I don't want to keep groveling your ears and piercing your ears. Hold on one sec. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, ice cream tea from Starbucks. <laughs> Chef's guess. Okay, so I don't want to dawdle any longer, because I know we all have things we got to get done today. So, without further ado, everybody, um, actually, sorry, I have five stories for you guys today. <clears throat> five really good ones. Um, yeah, five really good ones. Okay, so, our first story of the day is from E! News. The Friends reunion has an actual trailer, and there are actual tears. This is sort of recapping what's in the trailer, because I obviously started off our episode with that trailer. It's official. The Friends reunion is going to wreck us. HBO Max just released a full trailer for the special, with actual footage of the cast reuniting on the set of the show, and it's somehow even more emotional than we imagined. It's like the Fresh Prince reunion all over again, which means we're about to cry a few buckets. The two-minute trailer shows... Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matthew Perry, Matt LeBlanc, and David Schwimmer not just hanging out, reminiscing, and exploring a recreation of the set, but they're doing scenes! Iconic scenes. They're replaying the ultimate, the quiz game, you know, the one where the, um, Ross has a, I forget what the categories game, where the girls end up losing the apartment because they bet the apartment, and I think it was all over the duck and the chicken and whatever, um, oh no, it started off with with the boys guessing what Monica had in her grocery bag, which is iconic, so they started with that. But they also, during the table read, were, I, I mean, we don't know actually yet, but it seemed as though Matt, Matt LeBlanc says this is, they were reading scripts or sides from um, the one where uh, everybody finds out, which is my personal favorite episode. The one where everybody finds out and the one where no one's ready are my two favorite episodes because they're iconic. I love Friends! I gotta rewatch the whole thing again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whoa, sorry. Um... <laughs> Uh, Matt LeBlanc and David Schwimmer not just hanging out, but reminiscing. Okay, um, they're also hanging out with James Corden. The cast is all hugging and kissing and crying. It's a lot. If you're a Friends fan and you're in any kind of emotional state already, and who isn't after this past year and a half, you will sob. Um, aside from the main cast and Corden, the special will feature, excuse me, feature a ton of special guests, most of whom were on the show back in the day. That includes Maggie Wheeler, Janice, Reese Witherspoon, obviously Jill, Rachel's younger sister, James Michael Tyler, Gunther, Christina Pickles, and Elliot Gould, Monica and Ross's parents, Tom Selleck, Tom Selleck, of course, the iconic Richard with that mustache, Thomas Lennon, Joey's identical hand twin, and even Larry Hank and Mr. Heckles. Um, and yeah, a lot of other people, you mean, we see Cara Delevingne rocking uh, Rachel's bridesmaid's dress. Uh, with the ultimate underwear look. It's um, it's going to be iconic, and I can't wait. So that's going to be on HBO Max streaming. I just want to... Uh, May 27th. Yeah, so... Awesome! Thank you so much, Warner Brothers and HBO Max, for giving the fans what they want, because ultimately... I mean, obviously, this would have been incredible 
to have during quarantine, obviously, uh, during COVID, like the thing of it, when HBO Max was launched. But you know what? I think it's even more special now because it has given all of us something to look forward to, as well as probably it's going to be even more emotional because it's just for some odd reason going to be more emotional because we're all in a more of a, an emotional state. Okay, so fabulous news. Okay, second story of the day was also really, really exciting news. Kind of shocking news, but also really exciting news. Page six, River Riverdale star KJ Apa expecting first child with girlfriend Clara Berry. Okay, uh, obviously, KJ Abba plays Archie. So handsome. Love him. He's so great at the party. He's a great actor. He's a great musician. Uh, musician. He's also just like his Instagram aesthetic is very cool. And I like him. I'm a big fan. But River Dad, Riverdale star KJ Abba is expecting his first child with girlfriend model Clara Berry. The couple announced on Instagram Wednesday, Abba23 posted a picture of the two comfortably couch bound with Berry's top rolled up over her pregnant belly while Berry, 30, 27, excuse me, confirmed things with a post of her own on Instagram. Um, with Appa tagged directly over the baby bump. For those unable to pick up the context clues, Appa commented, quote, she's pregnant, BTW, to which Barry responded, we are. Appa's Riverdale co-star Lily Reinhardt was among those sending congratulations, expressing them via heart emojis. Um, this is really exciting. I mean, KJ Appa, like I said, he's so handsome and 23. It may seem young, but, um, you know, back in the day, people had babies younger. And also, I mean, when you're an actor and you're that successful, it's like you're you're more mature and you just have, you, you've like aged indirectly so but really exciting his girlfriend's so beautiful so strikingly beautiful i mean two genetically perfect people like matching up and having a baby together love it congratulations um hugs and kisses and i love baby news um especially i love riverdale and i love the whole cast of riverdale and i'm really excited you know for another baby to come so woo 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 okay third story of the day it's kind of a two-part but the first part has to do with a member a former member of the cast and that's of course lisa vanderpump this is kind of like gross news but i thought it was really interesting so i'm gonna read it to you because that's what i do as a mistress pop culture i cater to your needs and wants and desires of course um bugs found in lisa vanderpump's rosé bottles let me repeat that to you bugs b-u-g-s as in those little critters that come out of the wall i love bugs hey buggy um found in lisa vanderpump's rosé bottles now this is just crazy news lisa vanderpump might want to pump the brakes on her wine bugs were recently found in a 2018 batch of the reality TV stars Vanderpump Rosé. Photos obtained by Page Six show what appear to be earwigs in the contaminated bottles which arrived at a Las Vegas liquor store and were caught before being sold to customers. Quote, I recommend everybody thoroughly inspect any bottle of Vanderpump Rosé before purchasing and consuming them, a source warned. One source doubted the insects crawled inside the bottles in Provence, France, where Vanderpump's grapes were procured. Instead, they suspected the bottle, the bottling facility was to blame as the glass may not have been cleaned well enough. Palm Bay International, which produces and distributes uh, the rosé sent a statement to page six on wednesday that it had not received any prior complaints quote this is the first we are learning of it a company rep said we stand behind the quality integrity of the wines in our portfolio and require rigorous standards to the production and bottling facilities that we work with the statement continued we'd welcome the chance to connect directly with the individual who encountered this issue as in five years of selling this product we have never received any retailer or customer complaints of this nature thank you okay well <laughs> excuse me i had many many thoughts when i saw this because first of all the photo is sort of zoomed up to the bottle uh, the bottom of the bottle with the bug there and it's not the whole bottle now i would have liked the fo- photographic evidence of the entire bottle with a seal on it before because the individual could have put the bottle in that could have put the bug in and it like fell to the bottom so but that's just me playing devil's advocate and you know i like all the facts before i make my decision i'm like a judge and a jury duh um but yeah i mean I just thought that was really interesting. So I personally am not going to make any assumptions here because honestly, I don't see the whole bottle. I need to see the whole bottle first. It's like, I need the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. I need the bottle, the whole bottle, nothing but the whole bottle. But this leads us to our fifth story of the day, which is wild and crazy, but like really exciting for all of us fans. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season premiere recap. And then in in quotations, it's not about Tom yet. And this is from Vulture. Um, 
Okay, this is a, this is a, uh, what do you call it? A recap of the episode, but it's like what, written by an individual. So if, if, if I say I, it's not I, it's the author of this article, whose name is, um, <clears throat> uh, what is the name of this? Oh, Brian Moylan. Okay. Okay, let's get this out of the way right at the top. Um, okay, well, here we go. Actually, sorry, I'm gonna skip forward. Okay, the big drama of the episode surrounds Lisa and Garcelle, who is dressed in General Zod from Superman, who's dressed like General Zod from Superman 2. In her conventional look, all dramatic shoulders and a slick top knot, Garcelle is upset about how Lisa treated Denise Richards last season. Apparently, Garcelle is texting with Denise a lot, which is interesting since I feel like Denise would have totally cut out all ties to the show. Garcelle's problem with Lisa, Lisa Reyna, is that if Lisa turned on a friend like Denise, what's keeping her from turning on Garcelle? Lisa doesn't have much of a defense. Quote, hurt people hurt people. She says, yeah, but how did Denise hurt you by sleeping with Brandy Glanville and maybe, or maybe, or maybe, or maybe not lying about it? I don't get it. Lisa says she wishes she could have been like Garcelle and just said, quote, I don't care what happened. I'm standing by my friend. The obvious follow-up is, why didn't you? Lisa has no good answer to that. Other than it wasn't honest, which made, who made Lisa the pants on fire police? Anyway, so... Why couldn't Lisa? Show reasons, personal reasons, iconic hair reasons, QVC, duster reasons, no clue. Um, okay, so there was that. Um, and there's a little bit of Erica gossip up here. Um, seeing, okay, uh, here we go. I'm sorry. It's, it's clear that Erica is in a great place even before filing for divorce at the end of the episode when all the women are going around in a circle talking about how wonderful it is to have their kids around during COVID except for Rena, whose kids are off dating reality stars erica ooh, shiesty shady erica does not have an easy time of it she says she's wondering she's wandering around the house totally lost upset that her sin to chicago had been cut short and didn't know what to do with herself she got on lexapro which is also an antidepressant um and there's even a change in her confessional look she's almost always in the some insane outfit as like through synergy uh, this is the author's words uh this season though she's in a sharp red blazer with black buttons and business like hair she's no longer um gem this season she is jerica benton and means business someone get her a business lady special immediately okay um let's see what else is here okay this is post uh denise garcelle conversation after the conversation lisa thinks things are all good between them uh, as she has so many times in the past, Lisa thinks she can just move on from mistreating her co-workers and that no one is going to call her out on it. Garcella is not there yet. I mean, it's not as if she named one of her goldfish Rena as a way to make fun of her, as she did with her goldfish Chugi. Oh, I mean, Kyle. Yes, TikTokers, I'm using that word on purpose. Garcelle is ready to repair the relationship, but isn't quite ready to trust Lisa, which I feel, I as in the author, is the position of nearly everyone on the show at uh, one time or another. Um, the harshest, okay, let's see here, oh, sorry, um, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a pretty, it was, I mean, I'm, I'm honestly not, like, gonna be so excited about the show until everything's going down with Erica, but yeah, it was okay, it was a good, it was a good jump start to the show, but I, the reason why I decided to cite this source from Vulture, this author, is because he did a good job, and he references a lot of, um, like, his own personal jokes, and I'm not gonna take credit for that, because those are head jokes, but yeah, love it, it was fabulous, Erica, I can't wait to see what happens with your own time, Lisa Renna's starting the pot as usual, but she's gotta earn that money, honey, she's gotta earn that checkbook, uh, that check to fill, you know, in her checkbook, though, if people even have said checkbooks, I never even had a checkbook, I always use my debit card or, like, cash, but that's just me, okay, and this brings us to our fifth and final story of the day, which is literally the most exciting thing ever, Oh, I literally screamed when I read this, if you guys know me, you know I'm a huge musical theater fan, one of my favorite shows of all time is Spamalot, which, um, starred Tim Curry, the guy who was in um, Frasier, I don't know what his name is, David Hyde Pierce, and then Sarah Ramirez, who played the Lady of Lake. If you trust in your soul, keep your eyes on the goal. She was also um, Callie on um, 
Grey's Anatomy. But anyways, really exciting news. Sara Ramirez joins Sarah Jessica Parker, Cynthia Nixon, and Kristen Davis in Sex and the City sequel series at HBO Max. Whoop, 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 whoop. Grey's Anatomy alumna Sara Ramirez has been tapped to star alongside Sarah Jessica Parker, Cynthia Nixon, and Kristen Davis in Just Like, and just like That. HBO Max's upcoming Sex and the City sequel series from executive producer Michael Patrick King. And Just Like That follows Carrie, Parker, Miranda, uh, Nick, Cynthia, and Charlotte, my favorite, Kristen Davis navigating the journey from the complicated reality of life and friendships in their 30s to even more complicated reality of life and friendship in their 50s. The 10-episode, half-hour series is scheduled to begin production this summer in New York. Ramirez will play new character Che Diaz, um, pronouns they, them, a non-binary queer stand-up comedian who hosts a podcast on which Carrie Bradshaw is regularly featured. Oh my god! I already read that, but I'm just giving you the enthusiasm the reaction that I have when I was in private. But I already reacted like that. But I'm giving you, yeah, I just said it. Che is a big presence with a big heart whose outrageous sense of humor is progressive. Human overview of gender roles has been made them and their podcast is very popular. Quote, everyone at, everyone at And Just Like That is beyond thrilled that a dynamically talented actor such as Sara Ramirez has joined the Sex and the City family, said King. Sara is a one-of-a-kind talent equally at home with comedy and drama and we feel excited and inspired to create this new Character for the show, the HBO series Sex and the City was created by Aaron Starr, based on Candace Bushnell's book. Parker Davis and Nixon executive produce. Um, and of course, Sara Ramirez uh, was on Grey's Anatomy uh, for over a decade. Uh, she was on Madam Secretary, as well as many other fabulous projects. And she's a Broadway icon and show to Juilliard. But fun fact about Sara Ramirez before I continue this. I met Sara Ramirez because a friend of mine... My best friend is friends with this other guy named Lovell, who's a fantastic director, and she was when she was a producer of one of his films. So a couple of years ago at the screening of his film, I met Sara Ramirez. And I also that's where also where I met Susanna Zarkowski, who played Deroda on Gossip Girl, and I also met Matt McGorry that night. I know, name dropping, but like it's so fabulous. But anyways, that's why I love living in life because you meet these people. So like everybody from my actually I'm not gonna say I was gonna say because it's really shitty and mean and I'm not gonna be mean. But anyways, so I met Sara Ramirez and she was as fabulous and as nice as you'd want her to be. And I was like, I can't help but tell you this, but like I am such a Broadway icon. You are such a Broadway icon, I'm such a big fan of Lady, like you are so fabulous, I can't even, I can't even. And she was so nice. Um but yeah, I'm really happy for her and um I, I cannot I mean, I was I was obviously going to watch him just like that because I love SJP uh, as well as Cynthia Nixon and Kristen Davis. Of course, you know, Kim Cattrall's not part of this. But thinking about it, <clears throat> maybe Kim Cattrall doesn't have to be. And Sara Ramirez, uh, I mean, of course, you know, it's fabulous to have a non-binary character. But, like, Sara Ramirez alone is fabulous. I believe she came out as bisexual a couple years ago. Um, she's so talented. Not only is she so talented, but she her character sounds incredible. A podcaster with progressive views that carry... Bradshaw is on! Carrie Bradshaw's a podcast! And what? I mean, it only makes sense because, <clears throat> you know, uh, infamously in the show, uh, Carrie would always say, and I couldn't help but wonder, which is actually what I personally thought that the series should be called, and I couldn't help but wonder, but and just like that, it's just as good too. But I, I wish it was called, um, and I couldn't help but wonder. But that's okay. Um, I, I'm so excited for the show. Uh, Michael Patrick King is a genius, obviously. He is a the, the big, you know, Darren Stark created the show, but Michael Patrick King was really the, you know, the innovator and the, and the one who made it what it was. And obviously he is, uh, him and Lisa Kudrow created The Comeback, which is my other, one of my other favorite shows on HBO. So it's going to be genius. And um, I believe it's going to shoot this summer. So I'm guessing it's going to stream in the fall, which is incredible. I just can't wait to have the girls back on TV because I love them all so much. And I'm so curious now what's going on with Carrie, Miranda, Charlotte. And I wonder what they're going to, if they're going to reference Kim at all. They're going to wonder if they're going to reference Samantha Jones at all because so many people like myself are just... She's a beloved character and an icon, so... Um, yeah, so this is, uh... 
I, I, congratulations, Sada Damianas. And you guys, if you, if you are a huge Broadway musical theater fan like I am, and if you, I mean, I'm sure many people know her from Grey's Anatomy because she was, you know, such a successful show and she was a, you know, one of the pivotal characters for so long before she left. But if you guys love musical theater, um, I highly suggest you go onto the tube, the YouTube, and you YouTube Sada Damianas, S-A-R-A space R-A-M-I-R-E-Z and Google Lady of the Lake, um, from, uh, Sada Damianas, Lady of the Lake, Spam a lot. You'll get the video to come up, and it's incredible. Um, oh, and Find Your Girl is the name of the song. But also, there's another song called What Happened to My Part. What have happened to my part? I was excited. The song is so iconic and it's so great. So, yeah. Woo! So many exciting things to look forward to, you guys, and I'm so thrilled. So, yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Andrew DeVitri, the mission of pop culture. Thank you so much for listening to my stories today. I thought they were really good ones, so that's why I read them for you, obviously. And, uh, but you can stream my podcast, The Mission of Pop Culture, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Castbox Radio, Google Podcasts, Castbox, uh, Pocket Cast, iTunes, the podcast app on the iPhone, basically anywhere where podcasts stream. I extend my gratitude to you, as always, because I am so eternally grateful and I love you all so much. So have a fabulous Thursday. Have a cocktail. And if you don't drink and if you don't, you know, want to, then don't do that. Then you do, you girl. Um, Ooh, this is a very handsome person loading his car. I wonder where he's putting his car. Okay, that's a distraction. All right, everybody, have a great day, and I'll chat with you guys tomorrow because it is Friday. Whoop, 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 whoop. Bye-bye.